Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey Chris, here we are, episode 27, series 2 of Love Island USA. And you know what, Chris? It's the most wonderful time of the year. And you know why that is, Chris? Because you fucking nailed a prediction. You got it right <laughs> on the money. So no, it's not about the fat bloke coming down the chimney. You fucking nailed it, mate. Well done to you, well, sir. Dave, what can I say? You know, it's not very often I take the applause and I can hear the crowd now all cheering for me. Chris, you have done one in 500 predictions correct, mate. And I'm, I'm more than happy, Dave, because Johnny asked Sally in the most ridiculous James Bond ceremony, which we haven't actually seen yet, to be fair, but they've all got dressed up uh, like fucking James Bond or like they're going to a wedding. Uh, I still, I know it's for the show, but it's utter bullshit. <laughs> Nobody does that in real life. I keep saying it. It's, I'm glad my predictions come true, Dave, because it was so obvious. Johnny's the bad boy. His head turns a little bit and then he's like, holy shit, what am I going to do? I know, let's erase all the memory of me being a cheating fucking control freak. And I'll ask this with my girlfriend and Sally's going to laugh it all up, Dave. Oh, yeah, nice. now I must, I must give you a fair bit of credit here because I, I obviously, tongue in cheek, I do take the piss out of some of your predictions because a lot of your predictions, you just, you don't play the safe option, do you? You fucking swing yeah. for the fences a lot of the time. <laughs> so that's why I think the majority of them don't come off, but... I, I, the one that impressed me the most was Labour of Love. And I know a lot of listeners might not have watched that, but, you know, it was, uh, it was a show about... It's kind of like The Bachelor, only... Or like The Bachelorette, only The Bachelorette gets impregnated at the end of it. Um, and you <laughs> called it probably about three or four episodes from the end and that she wouldn't actually go through with it and end up with any of them. I think your precise words were something like... She's not going to get with any of these fuckers. <laughs> I'm not from Yorkshire, Dave. <laughs> but I'm glad it's all fake. This is. <laughs> we still follow her actually on on Instagram and the stuff about empowering women and that. And fair enough that she did the right thing, not picking it. Is it uh, what's it called Christy? She, she Christy, did the right yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, she did the right thing in the end because you should never ever bring a child into this world, Dave. But there was no chance of anybody even even attempting to impregnate, which sounds really crude, I apologise, but that was the nature of the show. And if you haven't watched it, it's readily available. And we've got the whole show by show. We did eight episodes, didn't we, Dave, with that? And it was a great thing to watch, but by the end of it, we were just off the train. It was like, this is fucking nonsense. I've seen, you know what, Dave? I've not seen someone so polished since it's been mother-in-law's fucking dining table and she polishes every day with the old uh, <laughs> fucking duster. It was ridiculous. It was absolute shit on toast. But anyway. I'm not going to come up with the obvious euphemism for polishing <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> let's, let's move on let's quickly from that on, one. So Chris, we, we got at the start of the episode, we had, you know, the fallout from what we saw yesterday. So we had the two new girls. So it was Lakin and oh, what's the other one's name? Uh, I've said that. I know Lake for some reason. Lakin and I got it written down in my no. other notes. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Just bear with me. I'll go to yesterday's notes. 
Lake in. Uh, Julia. Julia, that's, I think it was Jay. I thought it was Jay, yeah. So, yeah, Julia. they come in and, yeah, they, they set the boys' pulses racing, don't they? A few peaches going down there, David, them dancing, I'm telling you. The, the girls made me laugh because they're all like, you know, all the girls are studying anyway, aren't they? The current uh, contestants anyway. But, yeah, you, there's nothing like a bit of uh, new blood to come in to stir the shit up. But let, let's be honest, Dave, they're in the Nevada desert. It's a absolute scorching 40-degree heat, right? And I can guarantee, Dave, that there will be plenty of rattlesnakes and thin cobras. There'll be all sorts in that fucking desert. But there's nothing more snaky than fucking Carrington, is there? What <laughs> an absolute, like that, didn't you? What I an do. absolute snaky bastard he is. He's a slimy fucker. And if he could actually eat himself, he would, because he fucking loves himself. And he has no he has no concept of his surroundings, what he's doing to Laurel. I understand Lakeland's coming in, put a bit of a bit on him, and, and Laurel has said it's been two weeks. He's finally come out, he's got an autistic nephew. His family, you know, his mum's been married three times. I'm thinking, well, hello. I think your son's probably going to be the fucking same as well. <laughs> Mrs. fucking Carrington Senior. Uh, he's going to be an absolute disaster area if he's not careful. I think it, we saw... Right, I'm, I'll try and go the opposite way. So I, I think I, I know where you're coming from. We saw a little bit of the Carrington that we saw in Casa Amor, didn't we? You know, I thought he was playing it a bit safe. When it when he came back with Lauren, Laurel, fuck's sake, can never quite nail that. Um, so he came back and I thought, right, he's just going to see this through right to the end and have a go at the prize money. But his head is definitely turned, isn't it? And um, yeah. it, it does seem, your heart goes out to Laurel because she does seem like a genuine sort of pretty sweet girl. But he, you're right, he fucking loves himself, doesn't he? <laughs> Absolutely, you know, 100%. And the girls, you know, obviously taking a, a shine to him. They said, you know, uh, I think it was Julia, you know, he definitely he wasn't in the, his you know, he wasn't at the top of her list, but then when she came in, and I've got to say, you know, he did look good, didn't he, in the old strippers, kind of bit of a Richard Gear kind of thing, or or uh, Maverick from Top Gun kind of look, if he had no shirt and pants on. <laughs> <laughs> the volleyball team, Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he seemed to have, you know, a bit of chat with them, and I thought he was a little bit... Weird, really, because obviously Laurel's spent like a couple of weeks with him now, and I thought he was particularly uncomfortable when the new girls, so Lakin and uh, Julia, were chatting away. They're putting on the makeup there, talking about Carrington, and I'm thinking, all right, it's the first day for you, but Laurel's literally just sat right there. I thought he was pretty insensitive, to be honest. Yeah, that these two of coming day, they might turn out to be great contestants, but they're doing the old classic producer going there. And Lakeland always said, I don't care about friendships. I'm here to find love. And it's like, right, okay, I'm sure you are. I don't know if she had such a deep voice as that day. But anyway, she, 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 <laughs> she did like, Les Dawson. She tried it. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, they take Carrington on a date, which for me, Dave, he must have been fucking, oh my God. He must have been like a dog with two dicks when he absolutely thought he was fucking the business. They take him out, this lovely, beautiful setting. This reminds me of home. And honestly, Dave, he has got no allegiance. And I think I, I just, I think now I've, I give him a couple of bit of slack a few episodes ago. Said maybe he's been a nice guy. 
He's not. <laughs> He's just going to ruin and wreck Laurel's heart. And I think she needs to get off that train now. And you'll probably do it to Lakeland, Dave. I don't think we're going to see any more girls coming in at this present time. I just can't see it with so many, only a few episodes left. No, no. He's just, he's just an absolute slime ball for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyone who likes him out there. I just, I'm off. I'm off that one day. So I, I, I'm not going to quite as be as harsh uh, as you on him. I, I don't think so. I, I think he was, he's a bit of a knob, which is not something we like on this, on this side of the ocean. Is it like when it, when he's like, Oh, I wonder if anyone's had as many dates as me on the history of the show. You know, it's like, fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just like, we like people to be a bit understated, don't we? And uh, humble, I think, is uh, is the word I'm probably looking for. But i tell you what was interesting out of the, the old heart rate stripper game is Calvin got Laurel's heart racing the most. And so, you know, Laurel was confiding in Calvin and she obviously, a couple of episodes ago, she had the opportunity to pick Calvin. She didn't. She decided to stick with Carrington. But I think there might be something there. And I tell you what else, Chris, um, speaking of Calvin, old Moira, (laughs) she's obviously got a bit, uh, she's got a bit, felt a bit threatened with the new girls coming in. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't she so uh decides to stick it on calvin um in the bed that night yeah i mean dave I, look i'm trying not to be dingy but that's just fucking desperado stuff in it yeah. you know it's like have some respect for yourself and that's not me being an idiot as a bloke and, and just being like from a male perspective it's so fucking transparent and and at the end of the day you know, we've cut her a lot of slack because she's just not found the right person and that. But to do that, and I don't think that's fair on one. Calvin's a fool because he's he's just gone. Oh well, then fuck it, let's go for it. But then he do doesn't think, really think. Do you think he's a fool? Because he sort of said in the diary room, didn't he? He knew exactly what was going on. No, no. But what I mean is, David, if I'm trying to word it right. It, he was a fool for the simple reason was, yeah, you know what he was doing. He's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit of a snog and all that. But he, he called it out, but it's like, you have no feelings for Moira. But then Moira could then turn around and go, well, I say what, he snogged me. Knowing the way she is, she'll go, that's me and Calvin done. And we're going to get another load of fucking tears. We're going to have to get the Andrex out and all that. And she's going to be disappointed again. She just needs to go, Dave. She's got to go for me. Yeah, I mean, I said she has to go yesterday. I think it was a roll of the dice, wasn't it? She's trying to get a clause in um I, I you know now there's going to be some girls probably left you know there's going to be a recoupling probably and then there's going to be uh people leaving the villa no doubt so i don't know i think she made the the only play that she could probably make but you know when we're sat at home watching it all it's like oh it's fucking so transparent you've not you've been borderline lukewarm to him you know since pre Casper and more um i tell you what chris she's got value for some of these facial expressions as well she doesn't have a poker face does she no what love her eyes yeah they were popping out at one point weren't they yeah but um i mean what what did you make to the actual dates themselves with uh with carrington Dave, they're about as superficial as he is and the girls are. I wasn't convinced <laughs> by any of that fucking bollocks. It was just it was just nonsense, wasn't it? it? They're making a play. They've got to keep him in there. I found it odd that it was both of them picked him. Uh, they both like him. They both like a bit of who he is. But 
it's like, well, he's saying he's a family guy and all this, and then he's telling Paul Laurel, well, there's something interesting about it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And Laurel puts it on him. And I mean, Laurel was a fucking wreck once. She just mm. kept crying every time she mentioned. So it's part of the game. I'm not being too ridiculous and getting engrossed in it because they probably will never speak to each other again. They might like a bit of Instagram fucking stuff after this show. But for this moment in time, I just think Carrington's just making another mistake. If he does get with her and he lives happily ever after, Dave, I will eat my fucking hat because he's just not interested in any of these people. It's just a absolute... I think he's a narcissist, if I'm being honest, Dave. Who isn't then? gone heavy. In, well, yeah. I was going to say that. I think all of them are. I've seen Moira do the same thing. I'm like, you, you... Not done the same thing, but by putting it on Calvin, I lost a bit of respect for her there, Dave. You know, I know it's desperation, but are you that thing you want to stay in there and subject yourself to more pain because another guy's going to reject you? Yeah, yeah. It, it it didn't come across well for her, but um, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Like I say, Calvin wasn't daft. He, he could see exactly what was happening there. I just felt like that whole double date thing was just so awkward. Um, like I say, I didn't like the way Carrington was, he was getting ready and, you know, they're all calling him the date guy and he's fucking loving it, you know, being up his own ass. And I, I, but literally they were like 10 yards away from each other. So can hear everything. And when, um, Lakin walks across and she's like, oh, you know, can I interrupt you and whatever? There's no way you've not got a producer behind her just poking her saying, go and interrupt them kind of thing. So yeah, it, it was exactly. all a bit forced. Exactly. Now, Dave, you're right, and you are right. But, Dave, why don't we talk about my magnificent prediction, which just came to fruition. You talked it and bigged me up at the start of the show. I am riding on cloud nine. Let's talk about the Johnny Selly announcement. And we didn't get to see it properly, but the will she, won't she, she's obviously going to. Uh, and we get the whole thing there, and I'm thinking, Selly, you're going to make a damn good mistake here, girl, because this guy <laughs> is going to absolutely break your heart. I just don't see it now, Dave. I'm well off this train completely. Yeah. Well, I I guess I, I wasn't. I mean, given that, like you say, no one's going to do this in the real world. Fucking even even when you propose, you know, you might, you might go half of the way that they're going here. Uh, the flip side to it is they're stuck in the villa. What else are they going to do? <laughs> you know? uh, boredom is must be a factor in there for sure. But um, yeah, you're right. And I don't know why I couldn't see it. I just felt that Sally had just gone past the point and, uh, you know, had to pick Benny. But she's decided she, she'll believe his half of the story. Not quite sure why, but I guess she's just taken that leap of faith. And uh, then we get the old, you know, I'm going to set you up as a butler and this, that and the other, and everyone's in on it. And then we're going to see that tomorrow night, aren't we? But uh, yeah. yeah, I was sat at home thinking, oh, fucking hell, he's nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, just, just, to, just to back that up, we've had an email saying the same thing. And I, I am going to take great pleasure in reading this one out, <laughs> sure Mr. Horrocks. you are. This is from our great friend. And I've got to say, after reading this email, and we've had some fantastic emails from people, um, we've had all sorts of stuff, Dave, but Lorraine has sent in the best email of the series, Dave, and it's simply <laughs> entitled, Chris hit the jackpot. Hi, guys. So much tea to spill. Carrington is so arrogant and he's such a player. He is so shallow at shallow, 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 shallow and Laurel. He's so shallow and Laurel is far too good for him. He was lapping up the attention going on the double date in front of Laurel. 
he talks bullshit and there and he's there for the sole purpose of fueling his ego. Uh, eagle, fuck you, not ego. It's a great email if I can read it right. Game player 2020. Freckles and Moira cringeworthy to watch. The faces, you, know, you said Moira pulls <laughs> and the bulging wide open eyes are very entertaining, but they both need to go. I am over the Johnny and Sally train. He's a dick and revealed his true colours in Casa Amor and thereafter. Wake up, Sally. Now, Dave, this is the most fantastic part <laughs> of the email, okay? Wait, Chris, you hit the jackpot. That You hit the Vegas jackpot with your prediction. Wish I'd put money on it. The boyfriend girlfriend Vegas show was so predictable and he's so transparent and so producer led. We've seen this scenario on Love Island, UK, Australia, now USA. It's again, game playing 2020. The most genuine person on this show is Justine, but the, ver- the verdict is still out on Caleb. As a side note, and Dave will roll his eyes at this, this is another great part of the email. But on Chris's recommendation, I've started watching Selling Sunset on Netflix. And I'm loving it. Dave, you need to join us on this one. <laughs> loving your work, guys. Your podcast is the best, Lorraine. P.S. Get Dave on Selling Sunset. No, she doesn't say that, but we need to get you on Selling Sunset. Dave, there's been three series. I've been reading stuff about the fourth series. It's all kicking off, but I can't talk to you about it because you don't know any of the characters. Dave, get on it, my friend. It's fantastic. And you've had another... This is the second email of the series about Selling Sunset. I oh, know. <laughs> Dave, I'm telling you, we're going to have to do a little episode here, aren't we? <laughs> Well, it's just so different, isn't it? The dating reality shows that we normally do, but uh, at some point, I'll I'll give it another go. I think, to be honest, I still had a sour taste in my mouth from that other one you put me on to. Cheshire <laughs> of Cheshire. I think I gave that one longer, but then probably carried over some of the bitterness in Sunset as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris felt dartboard had another fucking hole in it. You wanker, there you go. Is this shit that he watches? <laughs> <laughs> and you're not wrong, Dave. So, <laughs> Dave, we've had a review, we, I believe. We absolutely have. And uh, this one isn't from James in Florida. This one is from Baleen in the US. And it says, subject... The missing source. Love Island USA is fun to watch, but you can't deny it's missing that special something you get from the UK version. The solution is this podcast. The UK charm, humour and accents, plus a pretty hilarious duo to deliver it. The special source on Love Island Sunday. Best consumed together if you're looking for the fanny flutters. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to that review? (laughs) Oh, you, Dave. (laughs) I ain't got a clue what to say, Dave. (laughs) Luckily, you deal with all our personal DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm rubbish. I I go all Hugh Grant when uh, people start talking like that. You go a bit fumbly and uh, British about it. But no, I said we had good accents, Dave. I, I, I mean, we. I think I'm as common as muck, and probably most people will, you'll agree with that, Dave. But yeah, it, it must be just a, a transatlantic thing. I don't know, but uh, interesting because Lauren, when she come in the show, they all love the British accent. So she's posh Oxford, though, isn't she? We're a bit of northern rough, but um... yeah, we're just a pair of scumbags. Dave. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest. <laughs> No, absolutely brilliant. So really appreciate that. Appreciate that, Baleen. And uh, Chris, yeah, you know what? This is episode 27, obviously. And, and, you know, we haven't got many episodes left. And, uh, you know, we're nearly there. We're nearly there at the end. So, I mean, let's, let's just do a quick sanity check. I mean, 
after this revelation, after this play, you know, will you be my girlfriend kind of thing, has that altered how you think the, the final might go? No, because I tell you what's going to happen now, Dave, and I'm going to put another prediction out, and I want Lorraine to send another email in saying Chris has hit the fucking accumulative jackpot in Vegas. Caleb's going to ask Justin to be his girlfriend there because he's thinking, oh, fuck, we're going to lose this. So he's going to do the same now. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not <laughs> going to disagree with you after yeah, you've just babe. nailed one. But I, I, from tonight, what what did you reckon of, of Caleb and Justine's chat? Because they were chatting a bit more. Justine was saying, you know, she falls quickly for people. And then, you know, I, th- I think she was saying, like, you know, she wants to kind of hold him and hug him and kiss him, you know, basically be affectionate with him. But but when he doesn't initiate that, she feels a bit sort of let down. I, it, it felt like, to me, I think Justine and Caleb have been, you know, the top couple for a, probably a couple of weeks now, probably since Casa Ramor. Yeah. But tonight, I, I don't think was their best episode. No, it's funny, you know, because like Lorraine, there's a few people, she said about Caleb, there's a few people question Caleb and I've not seen it. I've seen him as a bit of a voice of reason. The only thing that I wasn't thinking was when he did the old Johnny did nothing wrong, Your Honour, you know, Mm. when he was being quizzed about it. He completely lied to Justin, which I'm I'm sure if they're still together outside the villa that that she will um, maybe pull him up on. But he did bullshit there to stick with his boy. Uh, which is quite difficult in this situation, knowing that somewhere along the line, she's going to see it because you're on TV. So, yeah, I, I don't know, Dave. There is little cracks, but this better not be the play for Sally and Johnny to win. Sally deserves to win, but Johnny certainly doesn't. I, I, maybe we should just give uh, Justine and Sally the win, Dave. They're the best two in there, I think. Yeah, that's a good shout, I see. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And I think Caleb, didn't Caleb's heart start racing the most with Laurel? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a surprise kind of thing. Yeah, it was actually because I think um, Freckles was Sally, wasn't it as well? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out of nowhere, didn't it? Actually, well, well, he did. That was, and he was laughing. They all took it in good spirits. I tell you what, though, Dave, just thinking about the final, as you say, as we're coming towards the end, you know, in the next week or so. I'm telling you now, you know what I want, Dave? What do I want in the final? I've been asking for this since the start. Someone to run off with the money. Yeah, nobody's got the bollocks to do it. So anyone from the US who's started tuning in this series, what they can do if you've not seen the first one and the UK ones is when they get to the final, the two people who win it, win it outright. There's the vote and they all great. We have the fucking fanfare. But one of them, they both get envelopes and one has the money in, which is £50,000 in the UK, which is probably about $70,000 in the US. I don't know what the prize money is for the US this year. I think it's 100k, uh, then, I think. Is it 100k? So, so it's, about, yeah. it's more than the UK, then it's about £70,000. So they get to choose then whether they share it with the partner. And I am dying for somebody to to get the money and they've got to think they're going to have gone, gone, right, I'm keeping that. See you all. Have a great time. I'm going to put it on black down there on the roulette table and fuck off with it, Dave. It's got to be the best bit of TV ever on Love Island. I would love that to happen. I really, as long, I you know what I would like, Dave. Let's let's think of it like this. If Carrington Laurel won it, which is fucking, that's like the, the biggest, you know me, I like to bet on gambles, Dave, on, on ridiculous um, bets and that. If they won it and Laurel took all the money and fucking Mr. Ego man just fucking stood there with his comb in his hand, combing his hair and flexing him. And he's like, oh, I thought we were together. And he's like, yeah, see you, pal. I'm on my way with me 100 grand. I'd love that, Dave. You know, I was, I was having a having a drink when the episode was on. So my, my head was down, like, you know. So I took my eyes off the screen very briefly. 
and I thought I couldn't work out if he was. I looked back up and I couldn't work out if he was combing his hair or his eyebrows. <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking, are you fucking combing your eyebrows? But uh, if he was, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, fucking hell, the amount of time he spends in the mirror. But um, I mean, we're just jealous, really, aren't we, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I, used to look, I didn't look like that day, but I wasn't far off at one point, and I definitely don't look like that now. So yeah, we probably are just being jealous. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though, for more plausible for for more realistic i think you know carrington might just fucking um carrington would be the more likely out of that pairing to just say right i'm taking the money or uh maybe caleb you know because he's so he's so stoic isn't he most of the time you know i i've been bought into justine and caleb for a while now but because a lot of people are saying it's just planted a seed of doubt in my mind and because he is so chilled and he's quite you know he says very little but takes it takes in a lot you know and he's calculating in his head it could just be that it's all a ruse and then he's just at the final he's like screw you motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) i had you all fucking over but no i I don't think that's likely to happen the the reason it's never going to happen chris and here's my prediction is you would make yourself the absolute fucking villain of the whole country and, and well, the whole uh, Love Island watching part of the country. So I, I just don't think anyone would do that. You know, a lot of these reality shows, it, all right, to win it is great. But quite often, you know, it's, it's the people who finish runner-up and stuff. They still end up with some kind of career outside of it, maybe in media. Look at the likes of, uh, so I was speaking to someone about Ollie Moore's, Moore's? <laughs> Ollie Moore's last night. He didn't win, uh, was it Britain's Got Talent, X Factor, whichever one it was that he was in. But because he was such a personality, he's ended up making a, a decent career out of it. So I, I think, you know, if that prediction comes, that will be your best prediction ever. That'd be amazing. Amazing. I'll ride off into Vegas, Dave, definitely. But uh, no, another cracker, Mr. Horrocks. And uh, like Lorraine, if you want to send in another complimentary email to myself, guys, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. You can send Dave one, but I like to, you know, take it, take them and read them and you know cherish the emails dave and uh, and then if you want to follow us on social media at cd reality cast for instagram and twitter and as always drop us a review we love the reviews and uh, we'll read them out on the show so dave amazing my friend and i'm going to go off and have another cup of coffee and read that email from the race because i am <laughs> the prediction man today my friend Awesome, Chris. Well, normally I say I can't wait for tomorrow's episode, but given the cliffhanger we left on tonight, I can probably wait for tomorrow's episode now. But uh, we'll be back again tomorrow, obviously, and uh, hopefully there'll be another bit of drama after all the mushy stuff. (laughs) Bye. Bye now.